It's that morning time again. I'm sitting here on the pillow, looking out the eastern window and just seeing the crack of dawn. And this will be my last morning in my bedroom here for two months. I make my way to New York City today where I'll stay with my sister tonight. And then very early tomorrow morning, I'll be getting onto an airplane and flying to Guatemala. And I'll be between Guatemala and Central America for two months. And I'm definitely intending to continue these, these podcasts, sharing what ideas are coming up. And I just listened to a little bit of what I recorded yesterday so I could have a little continuation. Unfortunately, my dream from last night has slipped away. I woke up and just didn't get myself focused enough to remember what I had dreamt about. But I can share with you my day yesterday because I think there's a lot there too. Thursday was yesterday. We're in January 2020. And Thursday has been my busiest, most exciting day over the past few months. My Thursdays start by going to a senior center, and I've been teaching a class at this senior center for about a year now, almost a year. And the class involves meditation, qigong, um, some chair yoga, and some dancing. And so this class, which is called Move Like Water, um, I have these small handful of folks that just come every week, um, and attendance hasn't really grown much over the years, over the, the past year, but these four or five, sometimes six people, they, they continue to come and we've built a really beautiful relationship all together. Um, and then after the dance class, then I shoot up to Northeast Philly, where I go to a different class, which is for uh, a few three and four-year-old kids. And that's a similar class. It's a mindfulness medi uh, movement class. And so with these kids, their attention um, is really all over the place, which is natural. <laughs> and uh, so with them, um, I just... Uh, I try to bring their awareness to things outside of them. It's really difficult to just ask them to close their eyes and focus on their breathing, even for three seconds. So sometimes I'll, I'll we'll stack blocks. I find stacking blocks and playing with balance to be a really great way to have so have have these these children really f sharpen their focus, which I think is a good place to start for mindfulness. So. I have that little class. Then I, I've been shooting back into Philly, and over the past two weeks, I went to a homeless shelter, or I guess it's called an emergency shelter, um, where about a hundred guys, um, they live there. And, and I went in there a few weeks ago and said I wanted to volunteer and just lead a meditation and music class. And so, Two weeks ago, I had two guys. Yesterday, I had three guys. And it's pretty cool. We just sit, we talk, we ask questions about what meditation is, what's the point. Uh, then I lead them through a guided meditation. Then we'll talk about how that was. 
Then I'll play a song or two. We meditate on the song and just enjoy it, talk about it, and then head out. And it's really great. Um, yeah, there, there's, it's great conversation. Um, then from there, I go to, uh, it's a place pretty close by. I walk there. It's an isolation tank place. And I just have finished out my subscription from last year. Um, over the past four weeks, I've been going Thursday afternoons. And I go into a 90-minute sensory deprivation experience where I'm floating in salt water in complete darkness uh, with earplugs in. And I go on journeys. And I focus on my breath. And I focus on my body. And I return to the, the question at the heart of this podcast, what am I doing with my life? What do I want to do with my life? And then that ends. I usually get out. I journal for a little bit. I'll eat a little supper. And then I walk back to the same neighborhood where the emergency shelter is because um, there's a yoga studio there called Philadelphia Yoga Exchange, which is managed by my two good friends. And um, I've been leading a community circle there, which we call the Community Ceremony Circle. And that's just a whole nother story, which I won't get into, but basically community gatherings. Usually we dance, we meditate, we talk. Um, it falls in line with this common theme of my life right now, of what I'm offering as a, a facilitator, having to do with dance, movement, meditation, uh, social connection. And then that's my day. And so yesterday, usually I do this day alone, but yesterday I invited Tim, Timothy, my, my really good friend, and there's a whole history with me and Tim. Um, but I invited Tim to join me, and he joined me all the way up until uh, the float. We parted ways before the float, the isolation float. But he got to, to feel into that day, and that, that meant a lot to me. And Tim, like me, is um, at a similar age in his life and asking similar questions that I am. And we talked about that a lot during our time together. And Tim has just returned from Peru, where he was living in the jungle, living um, at a community where they hold plant medicine ceremonies for folks. And uh, he was just sort of volunteering there and participating while also holding space and helping to make the whole, the whole thing happen. And so naturally, I was curious to just learn, like, you know, why did you go down there? What, essentially, why did you feel like going down there would help you answer the question, what are you doing with your life or what do you want to do with your life? And I'm not going to answer that question for Tim. Um, I think I'll have him on the podcast at some point. But just the fact that I spent this morning with Tim the day um, that I was reinventing this podcast felt like confirmation that this is a hot topic and that this is important. Um, yeah, it's important. I, I just I just feel like what I have to share in this podcast, um, you know, I, I hope that I'm, I'm vocalizing thoughts that people can relate with. And I think I am. And 
and just by talking about it, I'm, I'm moving with it. I'm dancing with it. And, and so in, by doing that, answers arise to these questions. Um, and so last night at the community ceremony circle, um, I, led, I led everyone through an authentic movement practice. The idea behind this is that by standing up and, and just moving, and actually it's, it's not moving, it's being moved. And there's a subtle difference there. It's allowing, it's allowing the movement to rise up out of your consciousness, the depths of your consciousness, and move you. And from that, we can conjure up questions, and we can conjure up answers to those questions. And so it's a form of research into oneself and into consciousness and into essentially any topic one is curious upon. And so and so that's um, that's an offering um, as as a, a way to understand oneself. Um, let's move with these questions. Um, so where I want to take this morning talk today, um, the sun is rising and I've got a lot to do. I got a lot to pack here, so I'm not going to talk too long, but I think what I want to talk about are like noticing the signs. Um, the fact that I spent the morning with Tim uh, communicating about this very topic. And, and Tim and I, we, we were able to serve as reflections for each other uh, as we're both navigating this process, this journey, um, and figuring out what really does excite us. And as Tim said, you know, sometimes it just comes in these brief moments of clarity where we get reminded, oh, this is what's important to me. This is what's really important. And, and so that, that just felt like a sign, like, okay, yes, it's good to be talking about this. Another sign happened to be um, yesterday, um, I also, Tim and I worked a moving job. So that was what we did. Usually at the time when I teach the little kids class, um, I had a moving job yesterday. I also just do some, that's a side job. And the guy that we were moving had baseball bats in one of his boxes. And uh, to me, that was just a sign. Um, if you listened to yesterday's episode, I had a dream about baseball. And, and baseball, it kind of represents to me this question of like, what do I want to do with my life? Because I used to want to be a baseball player. So it's kind of a reminder, like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a age-old question that travels with us throughout our life and seems like around the age of 27, 28, 30, we start really grappling with this question. Um, so it's interesting to look back on the how we used to interact with this question. I want to be a baseball player. That would be fun. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I enjoy it now. I'll enjoy it later. Um, and then... During the float, um, 
what really came up for me actually was during the first half of the float, I was really, really deeply focused on my life and like really feeling into what I am feeling called to do and, and how to best go about it. And I was like very much in my my mind as Harry. I was very much Harry. Harry this, Harry that, Harry's going to do this, Harry's good at this. And then I was able to sort of expand the awareness and remember that Harry is ultimately an illusion. And and I was able to to really feel into uh, the matrix. That, that's what I went with yesterday on the float because it's so dark. It's so it's so easy to actually immerse into nothing. And so I could really feel that I was that I'm tapped into a matrix here, and that essentially all of this is an illusion, and it's a very convincing illusion. Um, but you know, I was able to expand beyond the building that I was in and like really expand out to take in the earth and the entire solar system and, and just kept moving out, expanding my awareness to fill the entire universe and just kept going and going and going and remembering like, okay, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot here. <laughs> There's a lot in this world, in this this consciousness, this reality. So as, as great as it is to answer these questions of what are my earthly obligations, how am I going to fulfill them, it's also remembering that I am I'm a, a drop in the ocean and, and I ultimately surrender is a big part of this journey and i can't really say what surrender means it's for each of us to really figure out what it means but it's those moments of really feeling that i am part of a larger flow and that um, there are things beyond harry that are influencing harry and um, just to allow myself to sort of, yeah, go with that flow. Go with the flow. Um, and then also, yeah, realizing that in the past, the, I kind of like, they, they were opposing thoughts. There was either the thought like, I'm Harry and I got to do things in this world, or there was a thought like, surrender, let it go, like, just allow everything to guide you and, and, and you'll find your way. And I'm finding that it's a paradox. And every, everything good in life is a paradox, isn't it? And so it's, it's like intent and content. I'm, I'm content and I've got intent. And I surrender and I'm taking action. And all of it makes perfect sense. Sometimes. And then I went to the community ceremony circle and I was going to, we were going to watch a documentary and I got there and realized I didn't have the right wires. 
And so I made a mad dash out the door, took my friend's car, got around the block, realized I forgot my wallet, ran back, got my wallet, got back in the car, drove, uh, hit every single red light, every road was closed, got to Target, ran in, no one's at the tech department, I'm calling and asking and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and no one's coming and no one's coming and finally someone comes and we go to look at the cords and he helps me pick out a cord, I get the cord, it's crazy expensive, I'm going to return it. I, I drive back, I get back, I run upstairs, this, now we've got like 50, you know, there's like 15 people there, they're all ready, they're all doing a guided meditation, I'm plugging it in, and I realize I have the wrong cord. And I kept feeling throughout the ride to Target and while waiting in Target, I kept feeling like, Harry, these feel like really strong signs that this is just not meant to happen. But I pushed. And it's hard to find that balance of action and surrender. How do you know when to just stop? And just the other day I was in a library and I saw a poster that said, you only fail when you stop trying. And that made me think, well, maybe failure, failure is not necessarily a bad thing. Failure can just be a moving on. Or it can be realizing like, okay, what am I really working towards? Because what I'm working towards is not actually the documentary, like, sure. I failed at making the documentary happen. I gave up trying on that. But I did not fail at what was really the actual intention of watching the documentary, which was to expand our community's awareness to other parts of the earth, to remember the diversity of life and feel into why that diversity of life feels important to protect if protect is the right word. So I won't say much more. The sky is changing blue colors. I'm ready to start moving. And I, I guess I'll just offer this. In, in the journey to understand surrender and to understand action, follow the signs. The, in every single moment, there are, there's something. I, I just saw a bird fly, you know, a bird just flew past my window at that exact moment. And I've heard it said that when a bird flies towards the heart, it means you're going in the right direction. And when a bird flies across the heart, it means uh, move with caution. So just notice everything, everything as you go throughout your day, just observing what thought comes up as you happen to reach a red light or what thought comes up as you notice a leaf fall right in front of you um are you are you meeting is the world giving you resistance or is it is it giving you flow as you move throughout your days okay uh next time i speak into this phone i'll either be in new york city or on a plane or in guatemala peace and gratitude.